and welcome to this week's episode from A Lancashire Lass. On this week's episode and my very first podcast, I had a chat with Alexa from Alexa's Beauty Chest on Instagram. She has recently set up an Instagram account all about beauty and fashion and has become a vlogger and influencer all about it. From one Lancashire last to another, hello, how are you? Hi, I'm alright, thanks, and you? I'm good. So tell me a bit about what made you want to set up this Instagram account. Okay, so it was kind of at the start of lockdown when I decided to set it up. And it was, um, it was fueled by, um, my re- I'd recently got into skincare more so than I had been before because um, I'd, I'd suffered with acne for like the last few years. And then um, during last year, I went on an acne drug called isotretinoin. And then, so by the start of this year, I had clear skin for the first time in like ever. <laughs> um, so I'd got really into skincare to try and, well, maintain it because I didn't want to go back downhill again. Um, so yeah, I was interested in skincare. And then I was, I've always been kind of into makeup, but never gone too, too far into it because I never really felt confident putting it on when I had bad skin. Um, so after getting into makeup at the start of the year, kind of end of last year more so, um, I was just feeling really inspired um, with the looks I was creating. And I wanted to share with people like my reviews and like my experiences with different products and things. Um, so yeah, that's how I got into it. <laughs> and for those of you who haven't followed Alexa's journey, um, she is a Charlotte Tilbury queen. She absolutely loves <laughs> Charlotte Tilbury's products. Um, it's my favourite. All the products that you use, I think, are really natural. They're not. Yeah. They're not bad products for you. The the ones that are really good for your skin, really nice yeah. and natural and light. Um, and I'd say sort of that your makeup look is kind of a natural look, really. Sort of yeah, it's definitely my preferred. Yeah, I like the look of like healthy skin, so I try and always go for like a glowy look, um, and I definitely get plenty of that. Charlotte Tilbury, <laughs> yeah. it's all about the lip from within glow, and a lot of her um, like the skincare that she does, and a lot of like the primers and base products for your face, they're very um, skincare powered. So they have like a lot of skincare ingredients in them, so they're kind of the treating your skin and the good for your skin whilst you're wearing them. So yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and also I think sort of in lockdown, people have been looking for things to do with all the time they've had. They've been looking at ways to improve themselves in terms of their makeup or in terms of their skincare. People who might not normally have the time to make the effort in the morning with their skincare or makeup have really been able to research and look into it. And so I think another reason your platform is so amazing is because it's giving people like you said, the reviews of things you do and step-by-step step of how you do things so people yeah. can follow along. Yeah, and especially um, during lockdown where people have been looking to kind of educate themselves on skincare, it's like that's probably the most important part, the skincare. Because if you get your skincare right and your skin's healthy and doing well, then what your makeup that follows is always going to look better. Um, and the most important thing I would say is SPF for sure. 
Um, I yeah. think people have been realising more and more. I've seen it like so much more on Instagram than I had before. People are using SPF every day on your skin and that's probably the most important thing because it the sun damages your skin in so many ways. It can like it can um damage your moisture barrier, give you sun damage on the face and to protect yourself from that is just so important. So for people who might not know SPF is sort of sun cream but it's not always the creamy sun cream you use on holiday yeah. more in skin products and in primers yeah. I've noticed I bought a primer yeah, down um from Bobby Brown and that has I think it's SPF 50 which is ideal to just put that's on good face. yeah that's but, perfect um, would you say sort of SPF is SPF is more important <clears throat> for women or men or is it equal it's equally for everyone I know there's probably less I'd say there's probably less men that wear it just based off the fact that there's probably less men who do skincare than women mm. it's just as important for them to do it too but um i know that there's not quite as many no it's all about self-care as well i think especially yeah. especially in lockdown for me i've really got into my skincare in terms of i used my skin is very dry um i'd say dehydrated so i'd put on I've started with a, a cleanser, a toner, a serum. I've now got a moisturiser. And then I've got some sort of hyaluronic. I can't say that. Hyaluronic acid. Drops <laughs> that I just put on. And I've also felt that my makeup sits so much better yeah. with all that on. Um, yeah. And it, it, it just smells so nice. All the fragrances, I think, because I get natural natural products, are so, yeah. so beautiful. Um, so, yeah. And, like, how have you been in lockdown? What's What's it been like? I know... For listeners out there me and Alexis sort of well we reached out via Instagram in March I think it was around my birthday actually um as Disney lovers and um just sort of became really good friends from them really helped each other in lockdown yeah yeah how how did you find the whole lockdown 1.0 so there was there was obviously it was really hard for everybody and being that um I needed to shield like you we both needed to shield um that made it harder because there was so much of our time that had to be just in the house and they pretty much the only time I went out was to walk the dog and for a it was while a very, a very cute dog so. yeah it was amazing. <laughs> she's been the best thing throughout lockdown honestly if we didn't have her I'd have gone insane but um yeah so there was really very little time I was spending outside, which was problematic for me. <laughs> and then also um, my boyfriend who lives um, down south, we couldn't see each other for months, mm. and which was really hard also. But then there was, there was some positives. So like my Instagram for a start, that was quite a positive thing that kept me occupied. Um, I spent so much, so much time with Sadie, my dog, <laughs> and that's that's been amazing because it's just she just makes me happy. So be, the more time I spend with her, it's the better. Um, and I also got a lot more exercise. Um, so I was going on longer walks more often, and then doing some exercise indoors because we got um, we ordered like a and one of the cheaper end treadmills from yeah. like Amazon or something so that I could keep up with um, exercise and all that um, actually really improved my health towards mm -hmm. by the end of the lockdown so that was nice and obviously got more time to spend with family whilst everyone was stuck in the house you know yeah yeah I must admit shielding for me as well was 
at the start it was very novel it was very new I was like oh what's what's going on it was sort of people would come outside and I'd be waving at the window and it was yeah. sort of exciting but then as it went on obviously I finished my uni degree and like you said the time without my boyfriend it was just a long period of time but um just they didn't know about the virus then so they, they didn't know how oh, yeah. how it would affect us um for those listeners who maybe aren't aware both me and alexa have cystic fibrosis which is a lung condition but it also can affects the pancreas and other things um and it means we're more prone to getting sort of chest infections and things like that so it's um obviously a, a key reason we had to shield because we're in that extremely vulnerable section and I think having someone like Alexa who really sort of understood what I was going through was was really helpful Um, yeah I found it really helpful throughout lockdown as well yeah because we both had the same kind of fears and the same things to discuss and connect when we were both probably talking to our teams um our cf teams like virtually and stuff we both kind of we had each other to talk about and actually understand what what we were discussing because as much as people think they understand about the condition and again if you don't i really encourage you to maybe look at it um but there's something else when you've got it like you really really understand we're very similar in terms of our outlook on it. We're very positive, very optimistic. We do our treatment. We look after ourselves. And we're both really well at the moment. Um, yeah. Thanks to these new life-saving drugs that have come out. Um, so it's, it's been nice. And obviously, some of you listeners will be aware, some won't. But me and Alexa can't actually ever meet because two people with cystic fibrosis aren't really allowed to mix because of cross-infection would make each other poorly so that's been a bittersweet it's been nice virtually but recently uh, I went and socially distantly dropped off your well my boyfriend went and dropped off your Christmas uh, your birthday present sorry and that was really lovely but really sad it like hit me that I'd never be able to hold you or anything and yeah I think I found that it's hard isn't it yeah I think just be nice to have that that one thing it's kind of it's kind of one of the many cruel aspects of CF that we can't even (laughs) meet the other people that we can um, relate to yeah I think if we did we'd have to go to Disneyland together we yeah oh for sure if we they can never find a way to get us meeting Disney straight we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely um well you went to Disney didn't you before lockdown yeah we we just got back just before lockdown it's crazy um we, we wondered if we were ever go- we were actually going to be able to go it was the very start of March um because we were meant to be going last year but it got cancelled and then so we went the start of this year and we honestly just scraped it and what's your favourite like ride at Disneyland? Do you have one or do you oh, not really like I, the ride? I don't know. I do like the rides, but do you know, I've always been a massive ride person, but then these past few years, like, and I actually first noticed when we went to Disneyland the first time in 2018, mm-hmm. I've gone really queasy. I've gone really scared. We have went on, on, what was it? It's the Star Wars one, the hyperspace mountain, I think Oh, space mountain. And, oh my God. Yeah, no, it wasn't for me. That does a, yeah, but that does a loop-de-loop in the dark, whereas yeah. I think I can't do that. it's the fact that, that it's in the dark. I can't That's do dark. The dark. No. I think I can't see if death is right in front of me. <laughs> I can't <laughs> see, so, no. Yeah, I, I, um, I love Big Thunder Mountain, because you can, so, there's a oh, bit yeah. in the dark, but I, I think cause I've done that since I was like eight years it's old. outside, isn't it? Yeah, um, and what's that other one? 
uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Now that was closed when I last went and that does one loop de loop, but it's outside, so mm. I feel safe. But yeah. yeah, I've not done that. The one that really scared me though was Crush's Coaster. Have you done that one? Yes, me too. And do you know what? The first year we went, I hated it. And then we went again this year and I'd forgotten the whole inside part, the whole yeah. bit that was scary. Oh. I just blanked it out. <laughs> so when Rory direction. was like, would you like to go on? I was like, mm, okay then. And then we, then we got, we rolled on into that bit and I was like, oh my God. You know what's happening. Yeah. The outside, mm. like the bit where you've got like two seconds to get in the seat and you're like, oh my gosh, I mm. better hurry up and get in. And then you <laughs> sit in and the check, I'm there like with the, um, safety thing and like over my, yeah. my body and i'm like pulling it like is this in is this secure <laughs> that's what i'm like all the time when i get on a ride i'm like can you double check my thing please can you yeah. double check that i'm safe and then and then so they go around do you and then for the listeners who've not been on you go up you, you swivel down and it's a you're in from finding nemo crush the turtle who's a yeah. on that what's it called when he's in the Oh, um, I'm finding Nemo, that, that wave that he's in, the, do you know what Oh, is it like that, the little stream of all Yeah, that stream of, yeah, all. that. Um, and they, there's two people in the front and two in the back, but the, tur- the turtle's body turns round so you can switch direction. Yeah. So it's very sort of disorientating. And you, you go in the dark and at first you see, um, like, the little jellyfish, Squishy. Is it Squishy? And then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like this is totally gnarly dude and then <laughs> it just goes and and you're like oh my gosh like we did it and it stopped so this is the scary part it stopped in the yeah. dark for me and um I had no idea my my fear is always that they'll forget we're there and I won't know how to get out in the dark so I was there praying I was like we're British the, the ones behind us are French I'm trying to be like bonjour do you know what's going on please <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, we, we got going but then I was worried we'd all crash into each other like yeah, um, it's just a huge stress in the dark when you don't know what's around you yeah and when, when my dad came with us he then got off and nearly threw up in the bin he was so he felt so ill he then couldn't go on the seat <laughs> um, but yeah oh, I love Disney I think that would definitely be up there if we could hug yeah could make, for sure we'd go there um, it's just so magical yeah and it's it's sad that they're they're shut over Christmas. I know they were hoping um, to open for like a couple of weeks over Christmas, weren't they? But yeah. Yeah, apparently they can't do it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's the same everywhere, though, isn't it? So I guess yeah, it'll be what it is. But um, yeah, I wanted to ask you how setting up back to your Instagram account, how it was in terms of we are you quite a confident or shy person in t- because you're <laughs> you, you you're doing reels you're doing videos you're doing yeah igtvs um how did you feel about putting yourself out there very nervous to be honest because I'm, I'm a very nervous and anxious quiet kind of person um <laughs> complete opposite but, to me. i'm loud <laughs> <laughs> but um so obviously just kind of start off with pictures but then i fancied doing some of the igtvs where you'd, i'm just kind of doing the makeup and then of like with sound kind of music in the background and it honestly took me a while to get the hang of it because i'm not very good with technology at all no. but um and then as i'd done a few of them um i kind of thought well maybe i'll try a talking one because i've because by the time um, this came around, I had quite a few followers and people that I was following, and we had kind of a little community going on. You've done um, really of, well. You've got so many, I can't remember, I'll have a look now, but you've got so many thousand within the first week. It was incredible. 
yeah it, it, after we got in this little community thing as time they kind of um what's the word rapidly increased because there was like people who were already following me and then people who were already following these other people creators and then all just then following all of us kind of thing yeah um but when i saw them doing kind of igtvs where they were speaking more i thought i'd give it a go um it i do find them really hard to edit though i'm not very good with editing i don't even know if i use proper things to be honest i use like the clips on iphone because i just don't really know what i'm doing with anything else Um, they take ages the community that you've set up i think is very very loving and positive it's yeah very, well very it's, definitely very positive you know you're not you're not looking you're not caking yourself in makeup i mean that's fine if people do that but you're not caking yeah. yourself in makeup and saying this is what i need to be pretty or this is what i yeah. need to feel good about myself you're putting it on going you know this helps my skin um and then by putting my makeup on i'm showing that i'm just enhancing my features or feeling yeah. more healthy or things like that yeah that for me is definitely like the main thing for makeup um makeup to me is just enhancing your what your features that you already have what already makes you beautiful yeah um that's what i think for me makeup is so favorite makeup brands you've got to go on to favorite makeup brands so for me i I'm a Bobby Brown girl. I've just got into Charlotte Tilbury for my mascara. Um, I used to use a Chanel La Volume, which wasn't as expensive as it sounds for Chanel. Um, but I'm sort of Bobby Brown products with everything because I feel like I know it. I always like to go to the counter and try it, which I found hard in yeah. lockdown, you know, buying more makeup, not being able to yeah, try definitely. it. Yeah, definitely. It's really colors. a lot more difficult, isn't it? Yeah, like how are you going to get a foundation? It's hard to pick a shade. Exactly. I know that... Um, on Charlotte Tilbury, they have um, a shade finder. And what you do there is you put in um, a foundation that you already have, say one of your Bobbi Brown ones, you'd put in the Bobbi Brown and exactly what name foundation mm-hmm. it is and then your shade. And then based on that, it will give you what shade you are in the Charlotte Tilbury foundation. Yeah. So that's really helpful. That, that helped me um, pick my shade for the Light Wonder foundation for Charlotte Tilbury which has been like one of my favourites because it's nice and light coverage. Um, but equally, like, foundation is expensive. Makeup is expensive. Yeah. You don't, I wish, like, they could have done testers in lockdown or yeah. you could have bought for, like, £5 a little sample exactly. pot because then... I don't know why they haven't gotten to that yet because every, people will be buying more. So all those people out there who are holding off buying makeup because they don't want to pick a shade online, mm. all they could be getting... Um, business of all these people if they just put out some tiny testers yeah i don't i think it's quite crazy i would have expected them to have kind of sorted that out by now if you know what i mean because it's been months and months and it would have been so helpful for them and everyone else so what's your favorite makeup brand is it charlotte tilbury yeah yeah that's the one (laughs) um there's just they've got a bit of something for everyone they're they're all glowy they're really good quality products um yeah and i feel like there's just a bit of all sorts on there there's lots of like light natural things that are just um, a slight glow very subtle then they go they do go more uh sorry they do go more towards fuller coverage um kind of products and even those still don't look majorly fake if you know what i mean they look yeah. nice and natural and yeah. yeah velvety um have you ever had any like makeup disasters i know i i once just got into bronzer and so i'd done all my foundation and then i'd done really dark bronzer because i thought it made me look really tanned and really sort of <laughs> like i'd just come back from ibiza or somewhere yeah. but then in pictures it's like 
brown across my forehead, brown on my chin, and then white everywhere else. It was horrendous. I'll tell you what, I've had more issues with getting things that are too pale. Because um, I've, always, I've always had such a... Um, being an overthinker and something like I don't want to look orange, I don't want to look orange, don't want to look orange. So I've always gone paler. And then mm-hmm. there was this one time where I got a re- I got a pale one, and then I put on some kind of like pinky lip and cheek tint, and it looked like some kind of porcelain doll. I looked ridiculous. <laughs> um, my face was looked like I had white paint on it, and just yeah. like these splodges of pink on my cheeks. I looked ridiculous. Honestly, wasn't a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I think with makeup looks though you progress like I started with when I was yeah. younger I started with just like fat, uh, what's it called mascara and under eyeliner so under eye I'd do like <laughs> a thick black line and then just mascara on top nothing else and then and then my mum like swiftly took me into have some makeup lessons at like some <laughs> counters and so then I'd do sort of BB cream and then my eyebrows like if I don't do my eyebrows I think I look naked I think like my face doesn't look shaped there's so many people like that and I I kind of think like part of me wants to be a bit like that because I have thick dark brows so if I do anything to my brows the odd time I do something to my brows they they start looking a bit big and I kind (laughs) of want lighter brows because they don't match my hair I've got like really dark brows and then really light blonde hair and I don't know how that happened but but apparently yeah so i'm like quite i'm blonde too apparently your eyebrow color is the color your hair will go really yeah so my eyebrows i don't do anything with them are sort of brown so i feel like you know as you go as you go older your hair goes darker so i think i'm gonna end up with dark brown hair which i don't know how i will look (laughs) yeah well i'm like honestly my sister she has slightly lighter brows than me but we started off with the same hair color as children and she's now um for 15 <laughs> she's 15 and she's got her hair's gone really dark but mine's still as light almost as light as it was as i was a child and i'm like is it is it gonna change i don't know but yeah okay so talk makeup we're gonna go back to skincare in terms of just asking your favorite skincare brand I'd say my number one has got to be The Ordinary because it's just, it's perfect for everyone. If you're someone that's just getting into skincare, it's amazing because the products are really simple. They're just kind of almost one to two ingredient products um, and they tell you exactly what they do. Um, they tell you when to use them in terms of like AM, PM, and they also tell you what other products not to use them with. So if you're using this, don't also use this in your routine kind of thing. They tell you what to avoid using together. And then on top of that, they're just so affordable, really affordable. Um, I like, and the one I've been using that smells really nice is full of vitamin E. And it's by, uh, it's like, is it Martin and Goetz? Is that what it's called? Oh, Uh, I've heard of that, yeah. And I, I think that, I really liked that just because... I used a, a um, moisturiser and it was creamy and horrible, whereas this is really light and it doesn't feel, because yeah. it's taken me ages. I hate the feeling of cream on my fingers. And so, like, yeah. at the moment, and my friends, I know who they are, they'll laugh at me because I'll put a, now a bit on my, my hand and then I'll get it with one finger and rub my moisturiser in with <laughs> one finger. So then only one finger is covered in, like, creamy stuff but it doesn't even feel greasy i think it's like i hate sun cream on me i do it but i hate i hate putting it on um yeah. oh malin and goetz is that company i used um and there's some offers on today because when we're filming this it is black friday um 
And so for someone who's just setting out in skincare, sort of what's your number one tip? You were massive in helping me get my skincare regime up. I remember like sending you so much stuff. I was like, you're my skincare <laughs> guru, help me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was full of questions for you, like asking every detail so I knew what to recommend. Yeah. But um, for sure, it's figure out what your skin type is. If you've got oily skin, normal skin, dry skin, if it's problematic, if it's dehydrated, you'll be able to treat it much better when you know exactly what like what your skin type is so for example if you've got oily skin you're going to want to avoid oil-based products you want things that are water-based and stuff like that um if you've got dry skin um water-based products might not be enough you want more hydrating things perhaps with oils in them mm-hmm. um knowing your knowing your skin type will help massively because then you can tailor your routine to your skin type um, and obviously also wear sunscreen always wear sunscreen <laughs> yeah yeah I definitely say that because we're not against aging but everyone wants to age gracefully everyone wants to look young and um, yeah as, as in as natural a way as possible I mean I'm yeah. I in lockdown I started watching the real housewives of Beverly Hills and I am obsessed with them I feel if I part of me feels I was born in the wrong country I'd love to be in Beverly Hills but I want to I'd only want to be in Beverly Hills if I owned you know let's just say about 50 million dollars minimum and just the things they use the facials they use the different things that they use to keep themselves looking young you know some of them do filler some of them do the Botox yeah I don't think I would want to do Botox um but the plethora of different types of things to keep them young and different facials they yeah it's amazing isn't it i'm incredible there was one and it's oh is it like a blood facial where they sort of yeah there is a blood facial yeah and i I think that looks painful like (laughs) do they not prick you with a needle yeah i think so they do what there's all kinds of weird facials nowadays yeah but they all I swear, not, I swear I've seen one that's something like bird poo facial. I'm not even joking. I've seen that somewhere. <laughs> there and are I a lot mean, of things you can put on your face. Yeah. I didn't people have snails. Face. People go and have big fat snails sat on the face. Oh. Uh, speaking I've of things well. like weird things, did you ever do that thing where you put your feet in the fish and they eat your, fi- your feet? Did no, you I've always kind of been curious about it, but then I'm always I always just feel like what if you just get ahead of themselves and eat your whole foot, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just just the kind of nervous things I think about. Yeah, well, that is fair enough. I think I always wanted to do it when it was the trend, what, in like 2010? Yeah. Uh, But my mum was like, they've had loads of people's feet in. I don't think that's particularly safe, like cleanliness-wise. I think I've heard as well of people getting ill from it. I don't know how it happened, but I feel like I've seen like little stories here and there about people being sick from it. So I don't know how. No. I mean, yeah, there was, there's something I tried after I ran my half marathon in September and it was, they called like foot booties and um, I got them off Amazon, I think. And I put, you put them on, leave them for like 90 minutes just to, it's got like some liquid in. And then over the next five days, your whole foot peels off the whole skin, not just the dead skin parts. It's the full So it obviously doesn't come off in one whole thing, but it's so, yeah. it's so satisfying. Like, gradual. Yeah, but it's so satisfying pulling the bits off. But then <laughs> equally, it's disgusting. Like, yeah, it's yeah, um, but nice. Like I felt my feet felt soft afterwards. But yeah, um, right. That was a really useful tip because again, I didn't know about my 
skin type. I thought I was dry skin um, because like my mum has dry skin, although her skin looks fab. Um, but then I also thought dehydrated, so it was difficult to distinguish. Between yeah, determine. Them. They're probably the two most difficult to distinguish between. Yeah, and sometimes like now, I'm feeling my skin like I'll put it into the microphone, and it sounds coarse. It sounds so rough and horrible, but it actually is fine. I just think it's my skin sound. Yeah. Um, what was this about you being in a newspaper article online? And was it Australia? Yeah, it was the Daily Mail oh, Australia. It wasn't like about me or anything, but they, they just in the article where they were talking about like different lip balms and stuff. They just they used pictures of a couple of influencers, and one of them was me. And I was and I couldn't believe it. Like they never asked me or anything, so I never knew it was coming. And then one of my followers just um, DM'd me. Was like, "Oh, you're in the Daily Mail." I was like, what? "In Australia." <laughs> yeah. So then I'm going on the Daily Mail. I'm looking around for it, and then it popped up. I was like, "Oh, okay then, Daily Mail Australia making an appearance." <laughs> Yeah, because I guess obviously they can just take from anyone if it's yeah. private. But then mm. I'm not a hundred percent sure on on the the law in that in that respect. <laughs> I think it's did they did they tag caption you? Did they credit you? Um, the, yeah, they put like my my um my tag at the um, yeah. in the bottom of the picture. Yeah. Yeah, then that would have been fine as long as they credit you. Um, yeah. So I'm just on your Instagram feed at the moment so it's digital creator beauty and fashion welcome to my beauty chest um sharing my favorite beauty and fashion treasures dm for pr collabs or my own photos um have you had many like collaborations have you had any i know um, you do a i've had a few so i've had um i've done a few pr things with um like pestle and mortar and i did one with margaret gautier um, I think that's how you pronounce it, or is it Gautier? I think it's more Gautier, I think that's how it's pronounced. Um, um, I got some PR from a small company called Pillow Beauty. Um, but um, honestly, a lot of the messages I get, I tend to turn down because if, if it's not something I really like, like yeah. yeah, then no I'm not really going to do it. Yeah, and, and I'm also very sceptical about people scamming me. <laughs> Yeah, and also it's best if it's like an actual brand. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about makeup brands that aren't official. Like, if I don't know about yeah, them, like, what, what are they putting in? I know there's a lot of things out there, and this was on this morning, not today, but a few months ago, and it was about scams in makeup. And if you see makeup or perfume reduced to about, say, half price, and it claims mm. it's the same, then... This, there was one mascara and it had rat poison in. Oh my god! And like oh, perfume, that, perfume that had, um, I can't think of the things, but perf just really horrible things. Like there was some lead in some of the makeup, and you think that what was the heck? why and do people it, even bother putting that in? Like, what's the point? That what was the gaining out of that. Exactly, well, scamming, aren't they? But it was cheaper things. So I'd rather pay. Say if something was thirty quid. I'd mm. rather pay full price or if it was discounted through a voucher code rather mm. than on Amazon. If it was like a tenner. Yeah, I'd, that I is something I would price. definitely say. Don't try not to buy skincare and makeup from Amazon because a lot of the time it's fakes. Mm. And it just, you know, they were showing pictures and people can go blind. This one girl went blind from rat poison in her eye. And it's, mm. Yeah, it's just not worth the risk, is it? I'd, it's always better to buy from the actual seller. Yeah. And more and more in like lockdown times when we've all been online. So yeah. Like that's just There's been scammed galore, aren't there, through lockdown? Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you about how you've sort of changed it into fashion as well. Talk me through your process oh. of widening it. 
so basically I've kind of um, expanded into fashion content a little bit. I've branched out because um, I always like looking at fashion content. I love watching influencers um, like um, like Freddie Cousin Brown and Josie um, Fashion Mumbler and stuff like that. And I just thought I'd like to put out my ideas out there about because I love kind of putting outfits together and stuff. So I thought I'd just put them out there and see if people were interested in seeing that alongside my beauty you um, are, content. She is very fashionable, listeners. <laughs> she is what I'd love to be. Very, um, just very stylish, very elegant. I'm more, I describe <laughs> myself as someone who wears jeans and like a top, like a long sleeve top, just something I'm comfy in. Um, for going out, I tend to wear like, Ted Baker dresses that have been in the sale or not the sale. <laughs> um, I love Ted Baker do some good stuff. Um, but recently I've ordered off, how do you pronounce it? Is it Stradi... Stradivarius? I think Stradivarius. that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've never heard it spoken. Um, but. <laughs> because I've recently, since February, been, I've put on a stone, which is good for us, again, with cystic fibrosis. We struggle to put on weight and to be healthy. So this is probably the first time I've ever had a really good BMI and really good weight so obviously I've, I grew out of my jeans so I, I went on the whole process of trying to buy some new jeans online without having to try them on in shops and it was so stressful because I have to do like put them on I like to like walk around bend down sit down check they're not you know they're comfy and obviously you can't do yeah. that so I put on a poll on my Instagram like who would recommend what type of jeans and I got sort of Levi Abercrombie and Fitch Hollister Jack Wills Topshop New Look and a few people said this Stradivarius and I thought, I've never heard of them. So I looked and oh my goodness, they have such lovely clothes. And so I bought some and I think it was on the mon- a Monday. I bought some jeans and a few tops that I liked. Really reasonable. Free delivery. Yeah. And it came on Tuesday, free delivery, may I point out, within 24 hours. So I was so excited. I ordered on the Tuesday for more on the Wednesday. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I bought a lot of stuff out of my comfort zone. So sort of tighter tops that I can tuck into yeah. my jeans, um, more low cut, more sort of turtleneck as well, different things that I thought, you know what, I'm going to try and style myself a bit more because my style is just very casual and easy, but I'm gradually yeah. trying to change it. Um, so I took inspiration from sort of what you put together in terms of, obviously I'm not trying to copy you, but I just had a look. <laughs> well, that's what it's there for, inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> And to be, I think we ended up buying the same jeans, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did as well, because I'd bought some jeans, and obviously they're just like, I don't post everything, and I haven't posted them yet. And um, you're just like, showing me the, sending me a video showing me the jeans you got. I was like, oh, I do think they might be the ones I've literally just bought last week, and they were. <laughs> but yeah. they're nice, aren't they? And they're comfy, and they fit really well. These, I'm wearing some jeans now, actually, some mom jeans from there, and they're the best fitting mom jeans I've ever had. Because um, they, they just fit me so well. I usually get them from Hollister. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the, the problem I have is that I have like no hips. I'm kind of straight down like a peg. Um, <laughs> so things wiggle down on me. Like jeans yeah. wiggle down because I've got no hips to hold them up. And then mm-hmm. if they're too tight, then they squash on my tummy. So yeah. I need them to kind of fit me. Like it's quite um, a tough ratio to get right. And these jeans have just gotten perfect. So what's a, what's a mom a mom jean? How's that? Because my type of jeans I like are super, super skinny. You know, they could be spray on, they're that tight. I really love a tight jean. So yeah. how, how would you explain a mom jean to maybe the, the listeners? They probably know. <laughs> so, yeah, a mom jean is just kind of like, they're kind of baggy all round. And then they kind of get a bit tighter towards the bum and the waist. 
mm-hmm. and so the kind of the kind of the mo- most often the high waisted, so they're yeah. like high waisted, kind of a bit tighter around the bum, and then kind of just go baggy for the rest <laughs> of your leg, and then yeah, they're nice. not flared or anything. But. Nice. Um, and in terms of obviously we're not going out at the moment and that, but Christmas. Let's talk about Christmas type of thing. Yeah. So I saw yesterday you had spent five hours on your nails was it oh no, i know it was ridiculous uh, i didn't expect it to take that long and, and it just escalated i was just going to do them red and white stripey and and then i found that kind of like a beige color and um, and i was like oh reindeer that looks like reindeer so then i did a reindeer like a snowy reindeer on my thumb and i was like oh maybe i'll do a different one for each nail and then it then it just i was well, there for i hope hours. they don't chip but no think- so do i I think for listeners again you can't see them but they're such beautiful um nails and I had nail envy like I can do my left hand and I can do my right hand but my right hand is a bit harder because I'm obviously right-handed yeah but I've not I've not done my nails for ages because when I do them I'm then I'm like I'm determined I'm not gonna bite them I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick them and then I pick them and then I'm like oh I wonder if I can get the whole one off in one and and my mum's like that. She's always picking it off, and I'm telling her, "Stop it! You're ruining your nails." <laughs> but I can't do it. It goes, it goes through me trying to peel it off. I only, well, I actually, I don't do that if I've paid to have them done because I feel like I'm like, yeah. In my money, I'm gonna keep them. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm. I used to love, and it's OPI, or is it OP? I call it OPI. Um, liquid sand nail varnish, and that is sort of it dries coarse like sand, and it's just lovely, like white blues orange they discontinued it i think we have i was gonna say i've never heard of that before which i've seen a lot of opi other stuff really nice i've never Um, heard of that have have you been doing any makeup looks for christmas any eyes any different you're you don't sort of do Um, i've not really done so on (laughs) no um, i don't do a lot of massively dramatic eye makeup I yeah, prefer natural yeah, um, but I don't actually have anything red you know no and I've the only like remotely red thing I've got is um I recently got some bomb.coms from Glossier and I got the cherry one and it kind of gives a lovely kind of subtle red tint to the lips and that for me is like the perfect thing for Christmas yeah like a subtle kind of red lip and there's also a wild fig flavor one which is also kind of a deep coral yeah um so I think those are perfect for Christmas, along with maybe just a, a subtle shimmer on the eye. That's well, also, my I personal favourite kind of thing. I love shimmer on my eyes. I also think there's a um, there's a difference in makeup styles. You are very natural, like I said, but some people go all out on the eyeshadow colours and things. There's an yeah. Instagram person who's called Lisa Potter Dixon, and I just recently started following her, and she's into all things... Um, glittery on her eyes and she does sort of yeah so she's definitely someone to to follow as well out there but um yeah I think I'm I'm all about the natural tones and colors yeah like I think the the really artistic kind of massive eye looks I think they're amazing and they look really good um but for me I I don't feel my best in them basically I I feel my best when I've got natural makeup on so for me that's what I stick to but I do love watching these kind of things there's um there's um an influencer called Michaela I think you pronounce her name Nogueira uh, Michaela Nogueira and she's she's got really big this year through TikTok actually um 
and I think her looks are amazing they're all wild and wonderful all different colours and I think they're just great and I love watching her but I just don't do them on myself <laughs> yeah um, I just yeah I, I just never have the time like if I'm going out and I think Phil my boyfriend will vouch for me here <laughs> I take longer than I think to get ready um, <laughs> I'm on dilly dally and you know then it'll be like, we've got half an hour, and I'm like, okay, so it takes me like, what, 30 seconds to do this, 30 seconds to do that, and I'm like, <laughs> takes me a bit longer. Um, <laughs> but it's worth it, because I always feel like I can do my face, and I love doing my skincare. When it looks good, I'm like, yeah, that looks nice. Um, my eyebrows, I love doing, but it, what I always take a lot of time on is my eyeliner, and the wing, I always try and do a wing and then it doesn't work and then I'll do it and then the other side won't look the same and I'm like... It, it, that's the one thing, isn't it? That getting them the same is the hardest part. Yeah. Because I'm quite quick at doing my eyeliner wing. I've kind of perfected it, got it down. But the only thing that sometimes happens is because my eyes kind of are almost slightly different shapes, getting it to go in the same kind of angle and direction on both eyes is quite hard. Yeah. And this, they also say that certain eye types don't suit the wing like I think I yeah. suit more of the my eyes are sort of well they're open but I don't think they're, they're hooded I'm not sure but they um they've got quite a wide eyelid and so I always just do it to the end of my eye sometimes I'll do yeah. a little cheeky flick if I'm feeling that <laughs> it stresses me out no end I'm like come on come on I used to when I did flicks when I was like 16 put micro tape you know like micro tape and then yeah. you so defined and cat eye it was <laughs> really good but um yeah one other thing you've been doing a lot in lockdown which has been giving me so much entertainment is tiktok <laughs> yeah um i've been doing a bit of making them they're just the fun aren't they they're they just are. fun to do and your, yeah. your sense of humor and i hope like the listeners are getting across just how inspirational you are like with your cf with you sort of doing a influencing vlog type thing when there's not much to do in in a pandemic and I just think your sense of humor and personality I hope is coming across to the listeners really well but you're just hilarious on TikTok you're <laughs> so funny like I'll be howling the, whoa, what was one and you you're Olaf from Frozen and I think you had a bed, a bed sheet <laughs> I on couldn't it. not do that when I heard that sound I and it's the one that's it. like Anna Elsa Samantha. Samantha. And then, and then, and then it, it just a howl of laughter going, I don't I don't even know a Samantha. And it's like I remember when I was watching too. the film that happened and I was laughing forever. I was laughing from practically the rest of the film just over that one line. Yeah. Um and the one you did about the delivery when it's like the song's like if what is the song? You know, do you know what I'm not sure. I do, but I don't actually know the song. I'll see if I can get it up. I did that one ages ago, so I've not, I can't remember what the song is. I have been spending hours on TikTok. I don't know about you, though. Yeah, I've actually just got rid of it off my phone last night because it was getting on my nerves. Because I was, I just, I've, I'd be led there and suddenly I'd find myself on TikTok and I'm like, how did this happen? When you did got I rid of TikTok? all your videos off your TikTok? Um, I don't know. I maybe did that happen when I, I'm not sure. I know that I, I um, deleted, I've, un, I've undownloaded it off my phone for a bit. Oh. Well, it was the song, and it was like, if the world was ending, you'd come over, right? That's the one. And That's then the one. You're, you're there up on the screen going, no, <laughs> <laughs> with, like, online deliveries, because they're so... Online deliveries are just, just... like, 
Yeah. Go back to my example for your 21st birthday present. So I was speaking to Alexa's boyfriend about what she'd like and she loves Disney. And so I thought, well, I thought originally about getting you makeup and I thought, you know what? Makeup doesn't last. I want to get you something that's more meaningful. So I bought you something from Swarovski and it was a crystal Cinderella shoe with Minnie Mouse ears on. And it's so cute. I love it. What else was on it? Um, I think it had a little bow at the front. Oh, yeah. Mickey Mouse ears and a Minnie Mouse bow at the front of the Cinderella shoe. And it was, you know, probably about five centimetres big. Yeah. Lovely. Ordered it. I think I ordered it on the Monday and I think I paid a little bit extra to definitely get it there. So I didn't have it. Didn't have it. Thursday it was meant to come. I was like, right, that's all right. So I wait inside all day to deliberately make sure I don't miss it. Yeah. I think it was um, FedEx. And I get an email saying they've tried to deliver and I wasn't in. And that's a fat lie because yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get a note through the door. They weren't there. They didn't come. So I ring customer services with, and there was a lady, let's call her Sandra. Can't remember what her name was. She was from like down south. And she was saying how she, um, the, the driver had obviously turned up. And I was like, well, he's not can I have it? And so this was on the Friday then because they tried to deliver and hadn't delivered again. And, and I said, well, mm. I need it for Saturday. Oh, we don't deliver at the weekend. I said, well, I need it. And it wasn't, it wasn't the fact that, you know, if I'd have missed the delivery, I'd have been fine. But it was the fact that they'd said I had and I hadn't. So I then drove to the FedEx depot at like 7 p.m. at night, sort of talked my way in. Not into the depot because of COVID restrictions, just through the security. And I said, look, I'm here to pick up my parcel, please. They asked for the code. And then they gave it me. And it was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. That's like, that's really, mm. you know, because I'd have been so gutted. And I know I could have given it you a different day. But yeah, I think I'd, I'd, especially just, when you've paid for it to come in time. That's really just so cheeky of them. I know. And it's, I, it's almost as if the driver just thought, mm, I can't be asked for this last one. We'll say they weren't in. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think like delivery wise. I received I an Amazon package the other day. It was a box. It was an empty box. It came empty, right? And they were. Cl- and then I look on the orders to what it says is come. It's this tape that I'm going to be sticking some pictures up on the wall with. You know that tape that's like undetectable and you can take it off and it doesn't leave yeah. a trace. Um. So yeah, I ordered some of that and it says it's been delivered today and it was an empty box. What's that all about? Tape. How do you even yeah undetectable to the point where it's not there? <laughs> yeah. No, I have no idea. And I think, like, I ordered some. Amazon's so hard though because I ordered some face masks um just ones that you like sculpt your face and they didn't come and they were like oh it's been delayed it's been delayed and then I was like oh well they were like do you want a refund and I was like well yeah all right then I'll just have the refund Amazon are really good or really bad but I think like prime delivery is good when you've got prime yeah DPD are the best I know all my DPD delivery drivers by name I'm like hi (laughs) hi you know thank you (laughs) awkward small talk thanks but um yeah I think delivery drivers have just been so busy. Yeah, we used to have a huge problem with Hermes. Um, before, we, we kind of got a lady that comes around in a car delivering them now. But before that, they used, the people used they just chuck the boxes over our neighbour's fence. Those memes they, are so funny about that. What is that about? I know. Well, it's not for them, it's for us. If you're going to leave it with, 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 not with us, then put it in like the bin outside front of the house or something. Don't chuck it over the neighbour's fence. Yeah. I've got a few microphones coming and they say sign delivery and I'm like, I hope I don't have to sign it because, you know, that's yeah. not protocol these days with COVID. No. Um, 
Well, I think that's it. I just want to say really thank you for coming on, being my first guest. <laughs> thank you for having me. And yeah, I hope that you listeners found that interesting, found it entertaining, found it inspirational. Um, <laughs> I know it's more, sort of more makeup, fashion, beauty today, but you know there will be ones that are more suited to maybe men, to you know different people. So stick around, stick around to see what's coming up. To keep up to date with everything Alexa's doing, please follow her on Instagram at Alexa's Beauty Chest. That's at Alexa's Beauty Chest. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. To keep up to date with all things from a Lancashire Lass, follow on Facebook and Instagram at from a Lancashire Lass.